This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the B-Side Pride of West London podcast. And predictably, I guess, knowing the history, the recent history of these two teams, it's finished Brentford 1, Crystal Palace 1. A really topsy-turvy game, I think. Um, first half, it seemed to be pretty much all Brentford. Kevin Sharder got off the mark with an incredible, incredible shot. After the break, Brentford kind of went off the boil a little bit and they kind of, Crystal Palace kind of took, took the initiative and although Flecken made some, some really seriously good saves, there was one that got poked between his legs that was for the equaliser. We pushed really hard at the end, but we couldn't get, we couldn't create another chance, I don't think game of not a lot of clear-cut chances probably a fair result but on another day we probably would have held out I didn't see where the second goal was going to come from what did you make of the game I'm a bit flat after that Laney to be honest uh, yeah first half was good um, probably need to get that second goal which we didn't but didn't carve out enough really a good goal from Sharda but again didn't didn't show as much maybe as we'd like and I thought we sort of lost lost our way in the second half and gave them too much possession and they got some good play. I'll have to see the goal again. Can't comment on the goal. Looked a bit, a bit scrappy. And then, you know, finally at the end when we did go for it, we looked like we could score. You know, going to have a couple of minutes. I think we probably would. Um, so yeah, it's a point. But you know, never do the hashtag teams like. But you know, we're at home here against teams that are going to be there or thereabouts around us in the league. I think, and we need to win those sort of games. And 
it's early, but Whistle was quiet today. Didn't really have a chance. They did a job on Brian. I thought their tactics were quite good. They did a job on Jensen. You know, crazy when he got the ball, but they closed him quickly. But Brian didn't get a lot of time on the ball either until the end when he broke through. But yeah, it, it's, it's okay, right? It's okay, but it's not great. So the, the, the consensus so far is pretty two points dropped, more than one point gained. Obviously, we we remain unbeaten, so that that's a that's better than better than nothing, I suppose. But um, we needed to create a serious big second chance, and I thought it was going to come. It didn't really, and you know they got back more into the game, and they, they started creating a, a few chances, and Flecken made a couple of great saves. But you know, is that is that where your head's at? Two two points dropped. I think it's two points dropped if you consider the first half. Well, I thought we were the better team, but second half they really came us. I thought they were a very good second half, and uh, I really, really do like their two centre backs, uh, Anderson and Gooey. You're not going to beat Anderson in the air. Gooey on the ground is superb. Uh, I think they're two really good centre halves. I've always liked them, uh, and they showed it today. They were class. Um, yeah, I think we. Yeah, I think I think the the one ones probably deserved. Sit, literally, first half we were better. Second half they were better. Uh, not much more to say. Uh, their, their midfield's getting better, better than it was last season. Um, yeah, we didn't do much wrong. We didn't do much wrong, but I think we we found a team that is so much like us, and uh, they they play uh, that they can they can bank up, they can play defensively, and we don't know how to break them down. Uh, but they, they came out of the second half and we, they were good. So weirdly, that that huge rainstorm seemed to take the well, I say take the wind out of ourselves. Don't want too many weather analogies. But um, we were we were really on top before that. We we got a goal up. Kevin Sharder got off his Brentford mark, and then the rain came, and then it, it sort of it 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 just really did sort of dampen everything down. And, and you know it was almost like we we lost ten minutes of that game. I think it, yeah, it, it kind of did. It, all, it did go a bit quiet during that time, but uh, but I think yeah. I mean, second half they seemed to come out with a bit more gusto, and uh, although someone like Eze was like dangerous throughout the game didn't like do do too much but second half they turned it on and yeah we, we struggled a bit second half uh we're we're just saying is that two points dropped or a point gained uh i think we had a funny little spell about 10 15 minutes spell in the second half second part of the second half where they could have you know they were putting us under it a little bit and so especially look at that and think maybe it's a point gained but definitely two points dropped for me because I, I just think they're quite a cynical side Palace you know I, they're, they're quite a dull side to watch apart from the front three um, and I don't think we were given any favours by the referee who didn't seem to lose track of what the rules actually were a lot of the time and that, that affects you when you're playing football you know you don't know what you can do and what you can't do I thought it was appalling you know the players are coming round like they do every game now they're, they're walking in front of us clapping us we're clapping them back so, you know, it's not it's not the free from desire moment sir. We, we were hoping that we would be hearing at five o'clock but we're three games in we're unbeaten I think that we, I think we take that at the beginning of the season but obviously when you when you've got your noses in front um, you know I, I said a minute ago that you know it's the, the rainstorm in the first half it seemed to just stop the game you know before that we were you know we were like really confident and then after that we was almost like let's get through to half time without conceding not because they were on the up but it's just like that's the, that's the, that's the way the game was panned out. But brilliant to see Kevin Sharder score that first goal because it was a beaut. Yeah, absolutely superb strike. Um, and, you know, he's needed that first goal and he'll only get better, his decision-making and 
first touch, which could, you know, it takes a while to get used to this this level of football. And I think, you know, he's got pace to, 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 to burn, hasn't he? I, te- I texted Lloyd Awusu at half-time because um, Shada's ripped his, ripped his goal celebration off. He's raised the roof properly. And uh, um, Lloyd Awusu said that he was, he's more than happy with that. And he's, he's told him that he should do it after well, he scores. I mean, can't, get, can't get much more of an accolade than uh, from, from Lloyd, can you? So, no. you know, I mean, he'd be pleased with that. But... For Brentford, it's good that he's got off the mark and, you know, he can just move on from He causes defence, he terrifies his defences. Didn't get any help from a referee today. Can't stress enough how bad that ref was. I mean, some bizarre decisions, absolutely bizarre. No, one booking in a game like that where they were quite cynical, I find absolutely staggering. When we got at them, when we got the ball down and we got the ball wide and we, we, we looked like we were going for their jugular, we scared the living daylights out of Crystal Palace. We didn't do that enough, did we? No, absolutely, yeah. I thought, you know, when you have, a, when you have somebody by the throat, you need to really press on them and press down on it and make sure that something happens. We were, you know, that was a team, that was a battle for a team in between teams who will finish at the end of the season between 8th and 12th in the league. And probably that was a refle- fair ref- scoreline reflection. I mean, looks uh, we we'll have to see uh, on match of the day what happened with the goal because it was a long way. It was at the other end of the ground, but it looked like it did go through Flecken's legs. But did it get a deflection or not? Too early to say. We'll have to see what it, what it does. Charlie looked good today when he when he was on the pitch for the 70 minutes. Great, great goal, and hopefully that will give him all the encouragement in the world that he needs to, needs to go on. The only thing I would say is, you know, and this is going to sound an awful, it is, it's a hashtag teams like this, but probably we need to be beating teams like Palace at home if we want to make sure that we're high up in the table, high mid-table come the end of the season. But hey-ho, one all, only third game of the season. We go on, battle on, see you next week for Brentford, uh, for Bournemouth. So we're back at the pub after the game. We're all uh, trying to work out how... Palace equalised, and it looks like it was just a bit of bit of a fluff. I think we all 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 reached the ball at the same time, and yeah. Anderson got the got the toe poke between Flecken's legs, and it's another bloody draw against Crystal Palace. What, what have you? What did you make of the second half, particularly? I, I thought we faded quite badly in the second half. I, I can't argue with the draw; it was the right result. Uh, I mean, watching the goal back. Yeah, you were right. I thought it was a tackle that turned into a shot, but it's not. It's uh, Collins jumps it, thinking the keeper's going to get there, and um, neither of them quite get there. And Anderson just rolls it under them. But before that, you know, Flecken saved the free kick, brilliant save by the way, uh, and then the double save, even better. So you know, and then puts to bed any doubts about Flecken people expressing. But, you know, when you look at the bench today, when you look at the players who aren't available at the moment, I mean, when Jensen goes off, we lose control of the midfield, we lose control of the match. Damsgaard's the natural sub. He wasn't available. Um, and you, a bunch of other players, Baptiste, uh, De Silva, who are out. You, this is the difference between draws and wins with this team. We use our subs normally. We bring four or five on, and that gets us over the line. We didn't have the subs to do it today, and that's why we faded and, and sort of lost control of the match. It was, it's, you know, it's the El Jorico episode five. This is, I predicted it before the game. Of course, we drew with Palace. It's, um, it's, been a, it's been a very busy week for Ivan Tony this week. He's, oh. been, he's been on the Diary of a CEO podcast, which has made a few ripples. He's signed for a new agency, um, CSS Stella, which uh, the same agency that got... Um, 
Grealish's 100 mil move. He's, this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a switch. It's clearly not about him getting a new deal at Brentford. It's about moving to a, to a new club. We'll talk about that another time. We've talked enough about Ivan Tony and that podcast this week. The elephant is in the room is always going to be if we're winning games without him, no one really mentions him being missing. But we didn't win a game that we probably might have done if he was there today because, you know, he is, a, he is a, um, an outlet. He holds that ball up, 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 up top second half when we weren't we struggled to do that. He, he gets, you know, he's, a better, he's our best striker in the club. It's a, it's a day that we really missed him. Yeah, I mean, except all of that, though, of course, we did meet Palace last season when we had Ivan Tony either, uh, and we are unbeaten this season, and we have a very good record without Tony in the team. I'm not too worried about, about how we're going to do. I mean, I think a lot of fans, maybe their, their expectations are too high. Ninth, I think, that was an exceptional season last year. I don't think we're going to finish oh, no, ninth. No, 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 I wasn't saying that, you know, where we're, we're, going to, we're going to be more than all right without him, but today he would have made a difference, I think. I, I like to think so, though. No, we never seem to get any change out of Anderson at the back for Palace. Uh, we're, 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 the club are obviously comfortable that we're going to be fine without him, and we aren't the only club in this situation, you know. Fulham without Mitrovic, they really seem to miss him last week, didn't seem to matter this week. I mean, it's players leave clubs like Brentford and they can move on, don't they? And the question is whether we can replace them. And we are in the market. We are obviously looking for more players. I think we're probably about two players short in the squad overall. We're short an attacker and we're short a midfielder. But I'm pretty sure the club know that and they're looking. But so to, at the end of, end of today, two points dropped or one point gained? Oh, when, when we take the lead... I'm so used to us with our record in the Premier League of seeing out and getting the points. I'd like to think we could have won today, but having watched it, I can't argue that they deserved their point. So we're back in the boozer, and uh, it's, a, it's a weird one because uh, I, I'm still thinking that's two points dropped. There's a lot of people think that that's, you know, we're still unbeaten. I, I, can, I can see it. It's a nine-month season. You take points all over the place, and... You know, there'll be other, other, other days where we, we do pick up three and we don't play as good as that. But um, you go 1-0 up and you're playing really, really well. And um, we seem to kind of stop as soon as the rain started. And, and um, you know, I've said that a couple of times already, but what did, what did you think? I don't know the rain started. I think we came out in the second half and maybe weren't quite as industrious as we had been in the first half and we had the ball. I think, for me, I, rec- I, I think that Jensen coming off, and maybe he was injured, but it felt like to me that although we conceded some control, I felt like we were still controlling the game and I wasn't overtly worried. But the minute that I saw Jensen was going off and Onyeka was coming off on, I knew that we were now saying we, 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 we don't want to control this game because we haven't got a midfield that can. But, you know, between Nor- Norgard, Janet and Onyeka, you're not going to control the game in terms of keeping the ball because you're going to concede concession. Simple as that. Um, and, and, and my thinking was, we're now saying, OK, we're going to drop deep and um, we're going to hold out for 1-0. And, and, and then when they did score, we actually showed we could play a bit again, albeit we were, at, you know, I, I felt our only real attacking routes then were, were out wide and there was, you know, banging crosses in, seemingly passing to Anderson, who maybe some of our players thought we signed when, you know, in the, um, in, in, you know, the <laughs> before this season because we, we did a good job of picking him out, albeit... He, he does do that, but I, I just felt today was like a game where I, I thought sta- I thought Palace are I, I think they're a bog standard physical Premier League side with a manager who who he was quite happy for them to play that way. And the first half proved we are better than Crystal Palace. 
in the second half, we kind of played as if we thought we weren't better than Crystal Palace. And, and you know, and we let Palace score. And then we have a bit of a, bit of a huff and a puff at the end. And, and, and it just feels to me like it was a big opportunity lost. I, I think you take three points today and you sort of stamp your authority a bit, don't you? And, yeah, I just thought it was a bit disappointed. Well, I mean, you know, I... The points aren't won until the points are won, but we were top of the league at halftime. And that kind of does underline your point a little bit, I guess, or a lot, is that, you know, we, we had a great start to the season and with, with, with the win, um, it would have been an incredible start. We would have been sat there, you know, and not that, you know, not that league positions count at the moment, but it's getting through to um, the, the first international break unbeaten. But we, you know, we, so we're, we're both saying we, we think there's two points dropped. Yeah, uh, so basically we draw with Palace all the time. But we want to be better than we were last season. That means beating Palace at home, and we didn't. And we and in the second half, we didn't look better than Palace. We did in the first half, but I don't, it just it, it was. It, I do get that the the bench, through reasons of injury, looked incredibly unbalanced. You know, is is centre backs and you know and KLP, and there's not much else on the bench, is there? I mean, are, 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 we, are we concerned about that? Because there's a there's a transfer window about to shut. To be honest, I wasn't concerned, and I've seen a lot of noise about it, but what I saw, when I looked at the bench today, I became a bit concerned, and, to, and, and by the end of the day, I thought, yeah, we do need a couple of bodies in, probably, because if we're not going to get, um, if we're not going to get the, the injured players back quickly, who knows where, what's happened to Damsgaard, and maybe today was Damsgaard opportunity, you know, maybe he comes on for Jensen, and I know people, you know, but at least... At least Damsgaard has, can see a pass. And, and we really went down to three midfield players. Who's, it's not their job. That isn't their job. Their job is to, is to help the player that can see a pass, if you know what I mean. They're, you know. Football's a funny old game, isn't it? You know, we did get a point last week at, at Craven Cottage and we win today. Would it, would it feel different than the other way around? Um, we should have won 3-0 today. We, 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 we played the first half today like we did last week and we should have gone on and we should have won that game today it's going to be interesting what Thomas Frank says after the match because um, I, I probably feel he's going to be saying exactly the same it's, it's, a, it's a game where um, we went out and we, we stamped our style on the match and um, I, thought, I thought we looked great and we fully deserved the lead um, we, and we probably deserved to, to build upon that it didn't happen after the break um, and we, 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 have, we have dropped two points against a team that, yeah, I have to agree, that we, we, we were better than Palace today. So Brentford, we not lick our wounds because we're still unbeaten, but we, um, we regroup. We've got a trip to Welsh Wales on Tuesday night where we take on Newport County. Not quite sure what kind of team that's going to be. Um, we, might, we might be uh, welcoming Saman Godos back onto the pitch, I would imagine, at some stage. Um, and then, obviously, we've got AFC Bournemouth at uh, the GTEC next Saturday. So uh, then we have a, a couple of weeks off before we go to Newcastle. So there's a lot to, uh, lot to think about during the week. Um, and I, I hope that we can sign off from this first four games with a win against Bournemouth. We have a Saturday night to look forward to back in the pub. There's some really good beers on, uh, on display, and I'm going to work my way through a couple more of them. But... Have a really good Saturday night, all of you. As Brentford fans say, come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.